This week on Come Receive the Light, our subject is iconography, and our guest is going to share his journey to becoming an iconographer, a journey he did not plan to take. What I experienced was it, it brought together so many strands of interest in my life. My Christianity, my interest in philosophy, theology, prayer, and art, and imagery. I approach it as a spiritual practice. One of my teachers taught me I have three steps for every time I'm going to be doing something on the icon to first meditate and then practice on the board, do what you're doing in the paint, and then contemplate what you've done. Sean Kramer studied art, but found himself leading a very different life than he envisaged, reading the great works of Western thought. He then spent a greater part of 10 years in monasteries in Massachusetts, South Dakota, Nova Scotia, Portugal, and Brazil, deepening his spiritual life. Around this time, someone suggested that he look into Russian icon painting. Not terribly interested, he decided to try. We look forward to hearing from Sean how the thousand-year-old art form took a hold on him. He lives in New Hampshire, where he works and teaches others to paint in the tradition of Russian icon painting, while pushing the boundaries in the art of icon painting by including other religious traditions as content for his works. Sean, it's really a pleasure to have you on our show. Thank you very much for having me. I'm pleased to be on. Great. So uh, tell us a little bit about Russian Orthodox tradition of painting icons, its style, features, and what drew you to this art form? When I went to my first workshop with a Russian icon painter, uh, I was surprised to discover all the depth that's there in icons for the iconographer. What I experienced was it, it brought together so many strands of interest in my life. My Christianity, my interest in philosophy, theology, prayer, and art, and imagery. We have a kind of continuous tradition of painters working together and building in this common endeavor of uh, shared problems, how to represent with paint and imagery the faith, the revelation, the deeper meaning of being a human. So I felt I had discovered uh, a whole stream of people who had been working on what you might call certain visual problems that I could enter into that. One of my teachers, when I was spending time with uh, one of my teachers, Ksenia Pokrovsky, a man came by who collected icons, and so he had brought some to show her. And we were looking through them, and you know, I was a fairly new student of iconography, and some of them really stood out. They were very technically well done and a lot of gold and design. And, and there was one panel that had a few little saints on it, very done, very simply, it almost looks a little bit folk art style. And, and Zenya said that was the best of all the ones that the man brought. And I was kind of surprised. And so I said, why is that the best? And she said, well, whoever painted those understood what the icon was about. So, of course, I said, well, then what is the icon about? And she said, inner light. So, I mean, I've continued to think about that, but that's a simple short phrase of trying to see what the icons are getting at, not just the outer light of our eyes, but how to put in a paint inner light, of which there are, of course, many facets of that inner light. Um, what is it that makes you want to pick up your brush every day? What happens when you're there and you're painting? What do you tell us? Tell the listeners what's happening there. 
I approach it as a spiritual practice. One of my teachers taught me kind of three steps for every time I go, uh, I'm going to be doing something on the icon to first meditate and then then practice on the board, do what you're doing in the paint, and then contemplate what you've done. So I'll first think about what the step I'm doing is, the various aspects of it. So there's symbolism and meaning in the materials that are done, the techniques. A simple example is just starting with the wood. Icons are uh, very often painted on wood boards or panels. So you can begin by meditating on wood. What is wood? And then the a lot of the meaning of wood, wood in, in Scripture, trees in Scripture, the garden, the tree of the cross. Uh, there's a lot of meaning about what this is. So as I work on the icon, I like to meditate on the materials and then the process that I'm doing and then contemplate it and see then after it's done, what does it reveal? One of my teachers would sometimes have very insightful things about the student, myself and the others, uh, that he would see in in what we had done in the icon. So the icon is kind of revealing ourselves in many ways, which is what it means. The image, icon means image, meaning the image of God, and and we are the images of God, and, and the icon board is reminding us of that and trying to show human beings as images of God. And there's times where I feel lost. It's not working. I don't know what to do. I'm I'm going through a dark forest and pushing through to find the light or what what is needed in the icon. You have to work through. It's, it's, It's a journey of prayer, and our own growth process, too, is going on as we work on the icon. Well, you're talking about the content of your of your uh, icons. Maybe you could talk to our listeners a little bit about how you do choose the content. Uh, you know, uh, what it is that you paint, and and also technically a, a little bit, what materials are you painting with? Well, I do paint with very traditional materials that were used, you know, throughout the centuries for the icons. I will make my own paints um, from natural earth colors like yellow, red, ochre earths. Um, I'll grind up gemstones like lapis lazuli or malachite and mix them with egg yolk to make the paint, and I will paint on wood panels. One of my teachers studied the older medieval icons to see what materials and techniques they were using, and for one reason she said they were perfect. The colors and everything was beautiful and well-preserved, so so I learned those techniques from her. So I like to make my own paints and use natural materials. And many of the subjects I will choose, some of interest, many are commissioned. So it's what the person uh, commissioning the icons would like. Um, sure. I did a pantocrator, and I'm working now on some for an Anglican church. They have icons, but they want them a little more Western style. So many are what the church would like. Uh, But then I will do my own also, and it's hard to say where those, which ones draw me at what time, some particular saint or something I might be thinking about. We're coming to the end, uh, but I'd like to ask you one more question before we go, and that is, how did leading a life of focused study and monastic life prepare you for the life that you live now? 
Oh, it was, it was very helpful in, in many ways, certainly the prayer and meditation. One big help I got being in monastic life was going through the spiritual practices and spiritual journey with older monks to help me. So that taught me a lot about faith, going through times of trial, darkness, or where there weren't kind of feelings for God and and trying to go deeper into faith and having older men who had dedicated their life to the faith and Christian spiritual practice uh, to help me uh, discover that. I find that that's often difficult for people to kind of find their spiritual faith, connect with that, and kind of discern that in ourselves as opposed to our changing emotions and our imagination. I was uh, very helped in that. And then my studies give me access to many things now that I can nourish myself with that I wouldn't have been otherwise. Having studied philosophy and theology, I'm more able to go to the fathers and saints and theologians, having gotten a foundation I'm very grateful for that. I have kind of a world of wisdom from these humans who have gone before us that I have more access to. Sean, thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. God bless you. If you'd like to see some of uh, Sean's artwork, uh, the icons and other artwork that he's done, we'll have a link to that on our website at myocn.net. As always, just click on the link to this broadcast. Now it's a new website, so you click on the radio link, select Come Receive the Light, and then associated with this particular program are those links to Sean. I'm Mike Trout. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to our guest host today, Father Gregory Joyce. Father Chris will be back next time, as will I, and I hope you will be along as well. In the meantime, remember to always have faith in what you're listening to. I see the world your way, and I'm not afraid to follow. I see the world your way, and I'm not ashamed to say so. I see the Jesus way, and I'm walking in life.